0: My name's Carl Hinder, and you are listening to The Good To Go Podcast, the business podcast for salon and spa owners who want to grow. The only thing stopping you is you. Welcome to episode two of The Good To Go Podcast. Right then, guys, let's dive into being broke. Do you know what that means? I don't mean broken. I don't mean broken down. I mean you are financially broke within your business. You'll know it's happening. You'll know it when... You don't get to take enough money home, or if you are taking money home, you're still having to get some sort of help or subsidy. You know, maybe something from the government, or maybe your partners have to put in, it, or maybe your partner is having to put in a whole lot more money than you are. So, if you are not taking home enough money, you are probably broke in your business, unless you've got some other excuse, of course. And I'll touch on that in a moment. What if you take home less money than your staff, less money than some of your staff? Maybe you've got some senior people and they are taking home more money than you. That's a great indication that your business is broke. Maybe you're that person that says, I don't need to take the money home. What I'm going to do, Carl, is I'm going to reinvest my money every week, every month, And sometimes that week one, a month one, never, ever stop. But the worst thing that you could be thinking to yourself, maybe you're saying it aloud, maybe you're saying it to your friends or your family or social media, the worst one that you can express is that you don't need any more money. Carl, I'm happy with what I have. I'm happy with my life. It's okay as it is. I just don't need any more money. And that, guys, is never going to be true. You don't know what's around the corner. You don't know when the next pandemic is going to arrive. You know, did you get through the pandemic without borrowing a penny off anyone, without having a grant, without having to reorganize your finances? If you did, well done, fantastic. But for most of you, you had to get some assistance. If there's a medical emergency in the family, do you really want to wait for the NHS? Do you really want to wait for that operation? No. If you had enough money, if you had the right amount of money, you would be better off. So if you can't do those things, guys, you're broke. There really is a lot of questions to ask yourself, isn't there? When you're trying to answer that question, am I broke or even why am I broke? Why is the business financially broke? And you'll be able to see it in your actions every day. You'll be able to see it in what's happening with my team, what's happening to my staff. You know, maybe you can't afford to pay them any more than they're getting at the moment. And maybe, and quite often, by the way, they deserve a whole lot more. You know, you really struggled, I mean, as an industry, to get staff in your business. And that's not because of the availability necessarily. It's because you don't give people what they need. And one of the things that all people need, you know, especially if they got families or especially if they've got responsibilities, is they need a good basic wage. Now, commission is another thing, but you need a good basic wage. You need a guarantee that when I go to work I can pay for my household bills, okay? So, if you are saying, "Carl, there's just really not enough money in the business to pay them more," then essentially You know, you're at stalemate and, you know, you get it. You're guessing it, guys. You're broke. I talk to an awful lot of you all the time about retailing. And I talk about it and I drive it because I believe it is essential. In fact, it's more than that. It's absolutely amazing for driving your customer service in your business. But it's going to drive your sales and it's going to drive that profit that you need. But what do you say to me? Maybe what do you say to yourself? Very, very often you tell me, Carl, I haven't got enough money yet to buy products. Or worse still, you tell me, I'm never going to buy products because that simply means, Carl, that I tie up thousands of pounds on a shelf, you know, in the salon, and that money would be better in my bank. And of course, I don't believe that for a moment, I don't believe that having money sat in a bank is better than having a money tied up in an investment that can increase your sales, increase your profits really, really quickly. But if you're the person that's definitely not going to buy them anyway, or you're buying one or two here or there, or it really worries you that you've got to pay the product bill, the retailing bill, you're broke. Let's say you want to get help. Let's say you want to get support. Let's say you want to get me to help you but you feel as if you don't have enough money, that the investment feels too overwhelming for you, it feels too difficult. If you sense that you haven't got money to invest in, myself as a coach, or in products, or in your team, you're either broke, guys, or you're well on the way to it. So far, we've spent some time working out how to identify if your business is broke. I mean financially broke. Now, a few of you are going to be shouting, listen, Carl, we didn't need the podcast for you to tell me that I'm broke, I've had no money for the last five years, my life's upside down, and I already knew. But there's going to be people out there who have had businesses for very, very long periods and still don't quite realize it. And why are you broke? That's the thing you've got to start to assimilate. You've got to start thinking, well, why am I broke? And the main reason that you're broke, financially broke in your business, is because you keep doing the same things all of the time. You repeat actions that get you quite poor results. And then you kind of lick your wounds for a few days. And then you repeat the actions that get you quite poor results. It's like, you know, what's the film? Groundhog Day? It's like that. It's like Repeat, 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 repeat. And you never seem to be getting out of the cycle. And that's because you keep doing the same things. And if you do this, you're always going to be broke. It's the same in any facet of your life. But today we're talking about finances in your business. Sometimes you keep working on these issues all the time. And you repeat them and repeat them and repeat them. But you've got to work out why you do it. And I think what you do is you go into what I call survival mode. And sometimes the processes are kind of something you kind of like to do or you enjoy or you just get used to and you find that you're in survival mode. And you're telling yourself, sometimes you tell me, this business can't be grown anymore. I've tried everything. I've done everything. And nothing has really genuinely worked. Or maybe you're finding those excuses again. You know, Carl, you know, we've had a recession. Carl, we've had a pandemic. Carl, I can't get staff. And so you kind of hide behind those things as well. But I'm going to touch on them in a moment. But let's look at this survivor mode. Because there's a lot of businesses in the industry, and maybe you're one of them. And you're saying, "Yep, yeah, but Carl, I've been open 10 years or 15 years or 20 years. And very, very often, you're wearing that like a badge of honor. And to everyone looking in, yes, it's fantastic because they know how tough it is. They know how tough it is to last three years, let alone 20 years. But do you hear my language then? Last. Not thrive. Not become, you know, ultimately massively successful. Survive. And that's what's happening. We have businesses that are open for a long time. And we're celebrating survival. You say, oh, I've made a few bob, and um, I've been in this town, I've been in this salon for 20 years. It's nothing to be proud of to have just survived. So if you've had a fantastic career, guys, then I'm not really speaking with you. If you've had 20 years of salon ownership, and it's been a boom, then well done. And even if you've had 20 years of survival, you still get my total respect, because there was a lot of hardship. It was very difficult. It's been challenging. But we shouldn't be holding that up as something we've achieved. Just surviving for 20 years when we should have been rewarded, when we should have been much more successful. And if you've been open 20 years or two years, it doesn't really matter. We can start changing that mindset now. We can start changing how we stop being broke. How do we overcome some of these things? As I was thinking through all these things for you, I was starting to think, why do you do it? Why do you keep doing all of these things? However, I think in retrospect, the real, real question is, actually, how do you do it? How does someone keep repeating actions that don't give them the results they need and keep repeating them? And the word that we're really looking for is distraction that's how we do it. We find ways of being distracted or getting distracted. I think a lot of it is deliberate, by the way. I think we are always looking for a respite from the salon business problems. Some of these things you may not even know you're doing, like spending lots of time watching TV or Netflix, or maybe using social media for non-business purposes, and it takes up huge amounts of time. Even if you are using these things for business purposes, you might be getting distracted by other negative people. Then there's other things in your life. Now, they are just life things, but sometimes they can take you off track. And, you know, just simple things like having to decorate your house or take the dog for a walk. These things can move you away from the things that you need to sort out. You then go back to work and you do the minimum. Now, I don't mean the minimum amount of work. You guys always work hard. I mean, you do the minimum to solve the problem. You do the minimum to solve the problem, which stops you being broke, which are all those things we threw around at the beginning, like sorting out why we don't have enough money for extra staff wages, or why we don't release enough money to invest in coaches or stock, all of those things. As the beginning of the podcast says, there's only one person stopping you And that's you. Let me give you an example. Are you the kind of person that takes responsibility for everything? And I mean absolutely everything. Let me give you a good example. Let's say you had an appointment or a job interview tomorrow. And you're on the way to the job interview. And I don't know, there's maybe a flat tire or there's an accident or the weather's really bad. Or whatever it is, and you arrive for the interview 15 minutes late. You have the interview and you don't get the job, okay? You don't get the position and that could change your short or long-term direction of your life. Are you the person that's going to go back to your friends and family and say, do you know what? I missed my job interview this morning. I was late for my interview and they weren't very happy with me, but it wasn't my fault. The trains were late, the bus was late, the weather was terrible. Do you know, I had a puncture. Do you know, etc., guys, etc. It must be in the hands of someone else. Are you that person? I mean, I think most people would go back and say those things. But that wasn't true, was it? That interview was always in your hands. You've got to say to yourself, Well, Carl, why didn't I go up the night before? And instead of turning up for the interview 15 minutes earlier, why didn't I turn up an hour earlier? Why didn't I stay in a hotel nearby or walk to the interview? You see, that's the difference between someone who's in a business, challenging themselves, challenging the processes and the systems, and making progress, versus someone who's always got a reason to not succeed. It's the reason why you are broke. Now, you might find this an odd thing to say, having lectured you for the last 10 minutes about understanding if you're in a position that your business is broke, and then realizing that the circumstances are, it's your fault, okay? But now we've got to the point where you've worked out that it is your fault if you're broke, and it is your mindset. The mindset now has to change. So let's spend a few minutes on this. The first thing I want you to do, or you might like this, I don't want you to do, is I don't want you to now go off and try and calculate how to make money. You've had, whatever, five years or 10 years or whatever it is to work out how to make money. What I want you to do is work out which systems and processes you need to put in place that will ultimately give you the financial return that you need. See, that's different. When you focus on the money and not the system or process, you don't actually put the energy in the right place. You just keep picturing or imagining how bad things are when the money doesn't exist and all the barriers that you've lived with for however long you've had your salon. So the first place or the first thing, rather, is to put your energy and your focus straight into the processes. Let's look at an example. So maybe you haven't got enough clients. So you Analysis might actually say, well, Carl, I need to get better at marketing, and I need to get more clients. And my Analysis would say, possibly, and that is part of the solution. Let's look at other solutions as well. And other solutions would include getting your current clients to come more often. Now you need to go and put time and energy and focus into getting your current clients to come more often. And that's the difference between someone saying either the answer is, you know, answer A, get more clients, do an advert, and I'll do the advert and not many turn up, and then I won't be successful, then I'll repeat that process. This is what I've been talking about right throughout the podcast. You have got to analyze this. You've got to work out, what have I got to do to find success in the process or system? The money will come, guys. The money will come when you get the process and system right. But you've got to realize that it's down to you to do. Now, there's a saying that you don't need money to be successful. And I am 100% behind that. You know, in in the old days, people used to say, you need money to make money. I don't believe that for a moment. If you've got money to invest, then fantastic. If you haven't got money, you've got to substitute any lack of money with dedication, enthusiasm, and focus. And that's what I need from you. I need you to grab the focus and focus on the system and procedure until it works. I mean, if you don't know what the system and procedure is, then you're going to have to research it or you're going to have to contact me but there is a system and a procedure that's going to result in you being financially successful and no longer broke. And if you're looking for starting points, you're not going to do better than working out your pricing structure, your pricing strategy. You can use my Salon Help pricing app to help with that. Have a look at retailing. I've got loads of resources to help you with retailing. you got to look at your staff accountability, guys. Of course, Only if you've got staff. And if you haven't got staff, I would say that could be a system and process that you need to address because it's very difficult to ever be financially successful and not broke when you're a a sole operator. There's other things I know you're going to want to work on, things like recruitment. And if you have got the team set up, really, really focus in on the quality, the process, and the systems of your front of house. Now you know how to spot if you're broke. It's not always as easy as you think because I know as salon owners, we dive deep into our businesses. We love what we do. We love the client interaction and weeks and months can pass us by. But if you've spotted that you're broke and if you want to do better, you can by focusing on systems and procedures. If I can help you with anything, please drop me a like. Thanks so much for joining me on Good2Go. Next week, we will be looking at the recession, interest rates, and the cost of living crisis. Now, don't forget to drop into the podcast notes. You can pick up some useful links there on pricing and on retail. And you can find me and subscribe, review, and tell the whole world about Good2Go. I look forward to seeing you all on the next episode.